Welcome to the Encounter Community Church Podcast, where we take God's Word and look at how we can utilize, practically apply it, and implement it into our lives. Thank you so much for joining us for another podcast here at Encounter Community Church. My name is Ken Ballard Jr. I am the pastor here at Encounter. I just wanted to remind you uh, real quickly, if you are listening to the podcast on our website, again, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you having you here. And we just want to encourage you to go ahead and subscribe. And one of the ways that you could do that is go to wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, for example, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Spotify. So you can pretty much find us anywhere. So I would say get to one of those places and then what you could do is subscribe. And when we post something new, you'll be notified of when we have actually posted a new podcast. So I'm really excited about today because, you know, we've been doing this social distancing thing. And I would say that you probably had to deal with my mouth for the last too long. (laughs) But again, one of the things that I've always wanted to do is to invite others to come in and to be a part of the podcast uh, every once in a while. And you guys are familiar with the guy that's going to be with us today. His name is Stan Simmons. He's the associate pastor here at Encounter Community Church. And last Sunday, he did a really great message on forgiveness where he told his own story And I thought, you know what, I'm going to figure out a way to socially distance and have Stan come on because I think his story is too powerful to hear. So, hey, hey, Stan, how are you doing? Good. How are you today, Ken? Doing all right. So tonight is game six of the Dodger game. How do you feel about that? It's a done deal, buddy. Oh, there we go. See see the confidence (laughs) there? You know, it's always funny. I like to tell people my baseball journey because just being honest, I've never been a baseball fan. When I married my wife, my, my wife's family are huge Dodger fans, so I married into the Dodgers. So I like to call myself a Dodger-in-law, <laughs> if that be it. But hey, I have my Dodger hat on now, and hopefully they will be able to pull it out tonight. It'll be great to, to see that. I mean, 1988, they are about due. And the great thing is this year, they don't have anyone cheating. Sorry, Red Fox fans and Red Sox fans and Astro fans, but we know the deal. (laughs) We know the deal. But please, don't stop listening to the podcast. Uh, We're talking about forgiveness today, so maybe you might want to forgive me for that previous statement. (laughs) Just as Dodger fans, we've had to forgive the Astros and Red Sox for cheating. Oh, see, there there I go again. I digress. I I will stop that. I I will move on from that and try to not be bitter. But Stan, if you, wanna, if you could do me a favor real quickly, just in case we have people who are new to the podcast, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is Stan Simmons. I'm an associate pastor here at uh, Encounter Community Church. I've been at this church for uh, well over a decade, as it was called Crenshaw earlier, and now it's called Encounter Community. And uh, I'm just so grateful to be here, and I thank God for the opportunity to serve him here. And I love God, and I love this church. You know, it's really cool. One of the things, I don't know, for those, for those of you who may be new to listening as well and don't know a little bit of the background of Encounter, uh, what happened is I actually started a church in 2013 called Impact, and we were actually meeting over at North High School. And then in 2017, 
uh, we were approached by Crenshaw about merging. Uh, and, and one of the things that was really neat is, is we, we met, we, we realized we had similar visions and, and similar directions, and so uh, we decided to go ahead and make the merge move. And one of the cool things that came along as a package deal was Stan, because <laughs> Stan was already on staff at the church, and it's, he's been real, a real blessing to me uh, because he just has, he has such a level of wisdom and insight, as well as uh, Stan's a man's man. Like, I, I'm not a man. I, I could admit that. I have these soft pastor hands, <laughs> but Stan's a man's man, and so it's been great because I've had an opportunity to learn a lot from him as well. We're in the middle of a series right now called The Grudge. And here's the goal of this series is, you know, for, for a lot of us, there may be pains that we might carry. For some of us, that may be even motivated by just this political season. Maybe there have been someone who said something about you. Maybe there's something, they said something about, you know, your, your ideology or your political mindset. Maybe they said something about your race. Maybe they said something that, that, that just really teed you off. And it did in such a way to where you're starting to harbor some bitterness toward that person. How, how do you work through that? Or, or maybe that's not your case. Maybe the case for you, though, is something a little bit more. Maybe there's something that happened to you as a child. Maybe there's something that happened to you in your relationship with your wife or your husband or your ex-wife or ex-husband. Maybe something happened with your parents. Maybe something happened with your kids. Maybe a previous boss. But somewhere along the line, in your heart, there, there's this seed that has been sown. And we can look at it and say that maybe it is a grudge. And so the question became, how do we work through that? And, and that's what we're doing in this series. And, and last Sunday, uh, Stan talked about forgiveness. And it was such a, it was really a powerful message. We're not going to rehash everything that he said on Sunday I will say this, if you miss the live stream or if you miss the service, then you can actually go back and you can watch it on our website so that you can hear what he talked about. You can also see it on YouTube or it's also available on Facebook as well. Just go to our channel or to our, our, our Facebook page and you can watch it there. But it was so powerful that I invited Stan to come and share his story because in it, not only does he talk about forgiveness, but he talks about his own journey through forgiveness. And in that, he tells a story of, of, of something that happened to his daughter, Tammy. And so for those of you that weren't able to watch it, I'm, I'm, can you share the story of what happened to Tammy? Yeah, well, it was about 40 years ago, almost 40 years ago. It was something that, that happened that, uh, it's not something that, ev that you ever really totally get over or totally ever ha things haven't been the same but my daughter was almost 16 years old and in high school and enjoying her life like most teenagers do she had a, a friend named Sally and we had met Sally on several occasions we even met her uh, parents but we didn't really know them well really at all Sally's family had a boat and the boat was docked in the Long Beach Marina and one uh, day, just before Thanksgiving, Tammy came to us and asked if she could go with Sally and her father down to the marina that her father was gonna work on the boat uh, because it wasn't running and they just wanted to go be on the boat while, while he was working on it. And so my wife, Joanne, she um, 
she uh, talked to Jake about it and asked if he was going to take the boat out at all, and he said no, that he doubted if he would even get it running. So we let her go with him, with them down to the, to the arena to be on the boat. Well, turned out that Jake, as he was working on the boat, was drinking quite a bit as he was working on it, and uh, just before or just after sunset, uh, he got the boat running and he decided that it would be a good idea to take it out for a test run. And so on this, he was in the harbor, speeding in the boat, and he saw a barge sitting there and it was water coming off of the barge and, and hitting into the, into the water in the marina. He said, hey girls, look, a car wash for boats. Tammy was sitting on, the, there was a hatch on the boat and the, the hatch that led down to the cabin and Tammy was sitting on the hatch uh, there and and uh, just sitting there on the hatch and Jake decided it would be a good idea to run the boat through the water that was spraying off of the barge thought it would be fun to get the girls wet but instead of hitting the water that was running off the barge at high speed he ran that boat directly into the barge uh, Jake and his daughter were both thrown into the water and they didn't get hurt very badly but the hatch came down and, and hit Tammy and crushed her spleen. The boat sank quickly. And they said that Tammy never regained consciousness after the impact. Well, um, bef before this happened, I want to step back just a, just a, a step or two. A while before the, that accident, uh, another one of Tammy's friends had uh, asked her to go to her church with her. We had been going to church as a family for quite a while, uh, more sporadically than, than regularly, and uh, my wife Joanne and Tammy were actually baptized on the same Sunday morning. But Tammy, Tammy liked uh, going to her friend's church called Paramount Baptist Church and her funeral was actually at that church. We began going to that church regularly after that, and as we, I, I had this hatred after this happened, it was just hatred for uh, Jake in my heart. Uh, it didn't matter that he was devastated by what he had done, I, I just had a hate for him, and, and as time uh, went by, this hatred didn't, didn't go away even though we were, we were now going to church. But, but I still had this hatred in my heart. But as we uh, began to learn more about God and more about uh, everything to do with His love and His forgiveness, uh, after about a, a year, more than a year, I believe, uh, it became evident, it became just a burden that uh, we needed to forgive Jake for what he had done. It was an easy thing to do, and, and it was a struggle to come to that, to that point, but we forgave Jake for what he had done. It's, it's, not, it's not that it goes away, it's not that something that, that, that it makes it okay, because it's, it's not okay what he did, but I have forgiveness for him. You know, when, when you when you have 
that kind of forgiveness for someone, it helps you to deal with, with what you're going through actually more than it helps the person that you forgive. And so I'm thankful that, that uh, we started going to church regularly and we learned uh, that uh, that's what God wants us to do. He forgave us for things that we've done and he expects us to do the same thing. So it's not easy, but it's something that we need to do. And I know that some people who are listening may be wondering, did, did Jake get any, were there any consequences that Jake received as a result of what happened? Yeah, we went to court. Uh, he, he was arrested. Went to, we, we went to court when he went to court and he got uh, less than a year in, I guess, county jail. But after he was there for a short time, he got to go out and do his job during the daytime. He just reported back to jail uh, in the evening and on the weekends. So he was able to continue to do his job, but just went to jail at night and on weekends. So he got a pretty light sentence. Because you, because you said this about it was forty years ago. Yeah. So that was that was before the time of Mothers Against Drunk Driving or before DUIs or people really took drinking and driving seriously. Mother, uh, mothers Against Drunk Drivers were just beginning yeah. right about that time. Wow. But they, had, they didn't have a lot of impact on what happened at the, at the trial. So in, I'm sure that in seeing, A, one, seeing him receive such a short sentence must have been difficult. Yeah. But then also now seeing him being able to go to work yeah. and, and just report back later, probably felt like even a, a, another shot for you guys and yeah. did that make the process of forgiveness just even that much more difficult for you yeah it, it it did because i mean after it first happened you're you know hatred didn't it didn't build up inside me instantly it's sort of because you're kind of in shock or something i don't I, it's hard to to express the feeling you have but it took a while, like going to court when that happened to him, and, and just a period of, of time when you're thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about where this, this ill feeling inside of you just kind of uh, grows. You know? So it's not something that, that just instantaneously that I was conscious of having this inside of me until a little while later hmm. to where it got to be... Uh, might say even problematic. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that you describe hatred. It's, it's kind of like a cancer yeah. where it just kind of starts and it, it grows before you're even aware of it. Yeah. And then the next thing you know is that you have this, I guess, this anger that begins to consume you yeah. against this person and what it is that he's done. So I, I can only imagine what it must have been like I just wanted to just, I guess, give everyone else an opportunity just to be able to dive into Tammy yeah. a little bit. Can you, can you tell us about Tammy? What was she like? What kind of things does she like to do? Oh, she was a, a beautiful, a very happy a young lady, friendly, outgoing, loving person just all the way, all the way through. She liked to laugh. She liked to joke around. She liked to go to the mall and and shop and, and do things that teenagers do. She liked being with her friends. It's impossible to forget about the love that she had for 
her family and that we had for her. You know, what, one thing amazing about Tammy was she didn't really have, you know, when, it, when kids get to be teenagers, they go through that rebellious kind of a stage. She didn't really have much of, of that kind of a stage in her life. She, she had a lot of friends and in high school. She had a couple of boyfriends as well. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, the accident actually hit her boyfriend at the time pretty hard. He, mm. he stayed in touch with uh, Joanne for quite a while after the after the uh, accident, you know. Uh, she, she was a, a good student in, in school. She, she didn't get all A's or, or uh, stuff like that. She didn't uh, actually know what she wanted to be, what she wanted to do uh, with her life at a time, but she liked, uh, uh, her last year, she liked the art class that she was in a lot. And I remember she brought a, a picture home uh, not too long before the accident, and she wanted to ask her mother uh, if she thought the picture was a picture of a man, just a picture of the of, the, of a head of, of a man, and she wanted to know if the eyes were too close together. And she told her no, she didn't think they were. And so I looked at it and I thought it was a pretty good drawing. You know, I didn't know she could draw that well. Hmm. And so we didn't think much more about that. You know, but uh, after the accident the first responders found her purse in the water. Mm. And uh, they gave that purse back to us. Uh, actually, the, the night that we went down to the hospital, they gave it back to us. We didn't even look in it for maybe, I don't know, a week or, or two later. And inside their purse, about one of the only things in there was a, a, the picture, the picture that we saw mm. that she had drawn. And on the bottom of that picture, she wrote the name of the person who that was. And the name on the bottom of the picture was Jesus. Huh. Yeah. So that was just a, a wonderful sign from Tammy and a wonderful sign from God for us, that just a reassurance of, of where she is mm. and for eternity. Yes. You know, and some of you might be wondering, well, why is he going, why is he making Stan, like, reflect on the life of his daughter and who she was. Because I, I also think sometimes in the midst of difficult memories, it's good to try to remember those things and those elements as well. But I also wanted us to understand the gravity of, I guess, what Stan and his, his, his wife, Joanne, was going through at the time. Because I, I do. Right now, I have a teenage daughter who is about to turn 16. Uh, my son is 16, and then, you know, I have two other kids, you know, that are young as well. Um, but I can only imagine, actually, no, I take that back. I can't imagine what it must have been like to lose a child. Because, you know, there, there's, there's that old philosophy of, and, and that old feeling like your child should outlive you. But then also as a parent, like one of, the, one of the dreams that you have is just to, like you see your child and you see their gifts and their talents and there's a part of you that always wonders like, what is, what is she going to become? And, and when they're at the age where they're starting to find themselves, but to now be in the circumstance where all of a sudden that feels cut off. Just to begin to try to put ourselves in that place. And maybe there's some of you who 
are out there who are listening to this podcast and, and you identify with Stan because you've lost or had to go through the process of, of losing a child, or maybe it wasn't a child, but you've had to go through the process of losing someone who was really important to you. And to having to have go through the process of losing that person because of the negligence of someone else is, I, I guess it just makes it even that much more difficult. And, and, and so with that, you know, we've always been taught, I guess, to forgive and forget. So, but, but Stan, why, why is that impossible? Well, you know, I really, I think that, that when it's something that's, that's small, something that's really not really significant, I, I think we can kind of do that. We can kind of forgive and, and, and sort of forget. But when it's something that's very, that's very life-changing or something that's very painful, uh, it's more difficult. And I, and I don't think God wants us to forget. He wants us to forgive, but I don't think he, that, that he really wants us to forget. Uh, he doesn't want us to hold on to the hate and the anger that, that we have inside for what happens, but but I believe that we need to, like if it's something that's very painful, we need to remember those circumstances so that we don't put ourselves in that kind of a situation again, mm. or that we can help keep ourselves from getting in that kind of a situation again. So we do need to, to remember those kinds of things that are very painful or very hurtful or very wrong that was done to us so that they don't happen again. And when it's something that, that is, uh, that is very uh, like a loss of a loved one. You know, uh, uh, rem you need to remember, you, you, you don't want to forget that. You can't forget that. Right. You need to remember that love and that thing and try to remember the good things that happened and right. all the love and the great times you had together. And you need to enhance the good parts and sort of suppress the bad, the bad things. And try to think about the good things instead of the what happened so much. Sometimes that's not easy. I, I love that you said that it's important that we remember uh, because it is true in order for you to forget, that means that you have to try to put this at a place in your mind where it is impossible for you to get. But again, part of the problem is, is, is that if you do, if you forget the pain, you also forget the other elements. And that's one of the reasons why I also wanted you to share the story of, of Tammy as well. And I think it's important for those of you who are listening to, to realize that. Like, I'll tell you, um, there are those of you who are listening to this podcast, and you may know a little bit of my story that I was sexually abused as a child. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll never forget that. Never. There are just certain elements in life and things that you go through and people will tell you, well, you just need to forgive and forget. Yeah, yeah, good luck with that, pal. Just good luck with that. Why don't you go, like, chew on a lemon or something? <laughs> right? I mean, those are, that's, that, that was probably, like, the Christian response that, to, to say to that. You might have some other choice words that you might want to say to that person who's telling you to forget. A different um, kind of phrase. A different kind of phrase. Forget you. That's, <laughs> we'll make that clean. <laughs> uh, but and, and I and I totally 
get that. And, and it's easy to say forgive and forget when you're not in the midst of the pain. It's easy to say forgive and forget when you're not the one going through it. But when you're in the midst of it, to have someone tell you that you just need to forgive and forget, it's very blatantly clear that they just don't get it. They just don't. And, and there's a part of us that, that honestly, I hope that they don't go through something that they do have to realize just the ineptitude of saying something like that. Because forgiving and forgetting, it, I mean, it, it really is impossible. So if that being the case, then I, I guess there has to come to a place where we begin to experience some sort of breakthrough. And, and here's what I really wanna try to get at today is I think we've been taught some things about forgiveness that are not necessarily valid. And I'm hoping that as you listen to Stan's story and as you hear Stan's heart, that maybe you'll hear something that will help you to go through the process of your pain. And also I wanna encourage you too, if you know someone who's going through something that they need to work through when it comes to this area of forgiveness, please tell them about this podcast. And, and maybe, just maybe they'll hear something that may be able to help them as well. So you talked about, you know, going through, you know, the process with Jake and, you know, this hatred that began to grow and fester in you. What was it, I guess, that led to a breakthrough for you when it came to forgiveness? Well, uh, I'd say a year more probably more than a year maybe after this happened, it begins to wear on you, begins to wear on, on your emotions, it causes stress in your life, and it keeps you from healing. When you're holding on to this, this bad thing that's inside of you, it, 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 it keeps the wound raw. Mm. It keeps it oozing, and, you know, it, it really does. And when we started going to church regularly, and so we, we, learning more about God's love, God's forgiveness, you know, God's grace, God's mercy, and still holding on to this hate uh, inside, it causes a tension. Mm. There, there become a, ten, a, a tension there. Uh, humanly, wanting to hold on to, wanting to actually. I, I think not consciously, but, but, but that's it. You don't want to let go of it. You think you're going to lose something by letting go of it, which you don't. But you, but but that was what was in my mind. I think uh, holding on to that humanly, but knowing that that's not what I should be doing. You know, so a struggle happened. You know, uh, inside of you, and it's it, sort of like. It, Semi-consciously, I mean, it's happening, and, it, and there's, there's things going back and forth in there, but it's it's not really like clear, like it, it's it's just like mixing up in there, like stirring around in, inside of you for for a while. The Holy Spirit sort of saying to you, "Do you want to get well? Mm -hmm. Do you want to get better? Maybe not well, but better. Mm -hmm. Do you want to get better? You know." And then more like, and I know that, that, that I should do that and it would be, it would be better for me. Yeah. I understand, but 
some time, more time passes. This is going, is going through you, and, and finally, uh, you come to a point where you, where we we just we gave in to that. Mm. We 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 came to where we more of where we should be, and and John and I prayed and uh, asked God to help us let go of the hate that we were holding in, inside of us, and and to forgive Jake. And so we prayed, and we did that. And actually, even after that, took days. I'm thinking it was days. Days between that, we finally uh, made a phone call to him and, and told him that we forgave him. He appreciated that. But there was no... There's no happiness. It was just a short phone call. There's no happiness in that. There's no, there, there, there's no, he was thankful for it, but we're no, it, it doesn't, it's not something that makes you, uh, the pain go away. But it takes that stress off of you. It takes that, that uh, uh, what's holding you back from healing off of you. And that's the greatest part about it. Mm. Not that we, ever wanted to have a, a close relationship with him at all. In fact, I haven't spoken to him since then. Uh, I don't know where he is even now mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. So um, it's more, it's, and, and I'm sure that when you do that to somebody, it helps them, but I think it helps you more because you're able to heal after that instead of keeping this raw. Mm. raw wound inside of you yeah you know <clears throat> there's several things that you said in there that i thought is really important you know i think the first thing is just this healing process because it, it is true that for those of you that are holding on to a grudge it does hinder your ability to be healthy afterwards like for example if you've been hurt by a previous relationship if you don't forgive your, your, your spouse or your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend for what it is that they've done to you, you carry that pain into your next relationship. And in carrying that pain into your, your next relationship, you taint the beauty of what that future relationship could be. The other thing that I like that you said is that forgiveness doesn't, necessar doesn't necessarily alleviate the pain. It starts, to, it starts the process of healing, but it doesn't. Because I, I think sometimes that's one of the mistakes that we've been taught with forgiveness. Like, when you forgive, then the pain goes away. And that's just, it's not true. It's not. You still have to process. You still go through it. But forgiveness starts the process of healing. And I think sometimes what we'll do is, We'll go through the pain and we'll feel the pain again and we'll think, well, I thought I forgave. Well, the truth is you did, but you still have to work through the, the process of the pain. So I'm, I'm glad that you said that, Stan, because I think that that is one of the things that sometimes we think, that once I forgive, then the pain immediately goes away. And maybe that's been something that we've even been taught. And I'm just here to say that, you know, there, there's a big difference between us and Jesus. Mainly that we're not him, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and Jesus has the capacity to be able to 
forgive us for the things that we've done. Matter of fact, he says in Hebrews chapter 10, uh, verse 14, I believe, he says, their sins and lawless acts, I will remember no more. Now, I want to make this really clear. That doesn't mean that Jesus Christ has forgotten what it is that you've done. You know what he's, what he's saying? He's saying, I will refuse to now hold it against you. Mm-hmm. And that's what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is just saying, hey, I'm not minimizing what you've done. I'm not overlooking what it is that you've done. And, and, even, and I also want to encourage you to do this, too. Because there are times when people say, will you please forgive me? And our response is, well, it's okay. Don't say that response because it ain't okay. <laughs> it, it wasn't good because sometimes in just saying it's okay, we feel like, well, I've kind of let you off the hook. No, 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 no. I, I want to make, make sure it's really clear that what we're doing is we are saying, I am now letting go of the pain of what it is that you've done. And I'm going to wor- learn how to work through that and go through that process. I refuse to now hold it against you for what it is that you've done. But that doesn't make what it is that you did okay. If you stole from me, that doesn't mean I'm going to necessarily let you back in my house. If you broke my heart, it doesn't necessarily mean that I won't ask you to go through counseling or to get help or to join a 12-step program. And sometimes you may have to set up boundaries to protect yourself. And in giving those boundaries, that does not mean that you have not forgiven. It just means that you have been wise. And what forgiveness does is forgiveness says, I'm allowing you to go through your process while I'll go through mine, and then we will see what will happen in our future. And as as Stan said, uh, it's not like they became Jake's best friend afterwards or anything like that. He doesn't even know where they're at now. And it's not that Stan harbors anger with Jake or anything like that, um, but it's just the nature of that. I've, I've, I've seen it where people have been able to forgive. You know, I've seen it where people have been able to forgive someone who took the life of their child and they stepped into that person's life and now they're, they're, they have a great relationship with that person. That's possible, but sometimes it's not. And I want to make sure that you understand that if you go through this process and you are able to restore relationship with that person because you've forgiven them and they've grown and they've changed and they've developed, then praise God for that. Amen. But if you go through the process of forgiveness and that person is still poisoned, still tainted, still not doing what it is that they need to do, then you are wise to set up boundaries to make sure that you don't put yourself in a position for that person to hurt you again. But it is, it, it's a process and sometimes it can be difficult to be able to work through. So here's a question I guess I wanted to have uh, that I thought was really interesting for you, Stan, and that is, how did you know? Like, how did you know that you had forgiven Jake for what it is that he'd done? Well, like, like, I, like I, I said just a minute ago, that the pain is still there, but a uh, feeling of stress and weight is lifted off of, of you. Uh, through it, no happiness in it, no desire to be friends. But, but I guess it's a, it's a sense of, of relief, relief of what, 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 of, of putting these things together. It, it, it's a relief, and, and I, I believe that helped us to know that, that we had forgiven him. Mm. 
because we had relief from these things that were poking us like a like a sharp stick right uh, you know all the time yeah that that kind of uh, mitigates <laughs> yeah stops you know one of the illustrations that I saw that was really great and I, I think I mentioned it in week one but I wanted to also mention that again this week there are times when some, someone does something to us that's when they've inflicted pain but a grudge now becomes self-inflicted pain so the, the imagery that I saw that was really beautiful that gives us an idea of this it would be like taking a cactus and holding a cactus in your hand and every time you, you take that grudge, you're squeezing that cactus a little bit more. And you're squeezing it a little bit more, which is causing more and more self-inflicted pain. So here's basically what forgiveness is. It's just choosing to let go of the cactus. It's just choosing to now say, I will no longer inflict the pain on myself for what it is that they've done. I, I love that you described it as relief that you described it as that extra stress that was, there was something that was prodding me and so that's really what you're doing is you're you're letting go of the cactus you're beginning to pull the barbs and needles out of your hands out of your fingers so that you can eventually be free now the cactus is still there you're just no longer holding it so the cactus whatever it is that caused you pain is still there and you'll still need to work through that part of it but as far as inflicting the pain on yourself and that's what that grudge is. And I'll tell you, here's one of the reasons why we do it. Is we do it because we feel like that person should be punished. And in our own heart, it's us punishing that person. But what we don't realize what we're doing is we're not punishing them. We're actually punishing ourselves. Mm. And that's why I love what you said, that it's, it's choosing to, that it sets you free. Were there any aspects that made forgiveness more difficult for you when it came to dealing with the situation yeah i think it's the it's the the human side which is saying to you you can't forgive him look what he did mm. look what he that's the human side of you saying that to you you know it's like saying that to you mm. yeah <laughs> and 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 then you've got the spiritual side telling you, you know, you, you really need to do this because, you know, that's what God did for you. Yeah, yeah. And so that that's a battle, and that and that's that's what makes it more difficult. Yeah. If you just could, if you can bl block out or or let that spiritual side or the Holy Spirit work more in you, than than the human side, makes it easier. But it's, Sometimes it's a battle. It's, and, and I'm glad that you said that. Again, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm glad about a lot of things that Stan is saying, <laughs> as you may have noticed. But I am glad that you said it because it, 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 forgiveness is a battle. Forgiveness is a process. Forgiveness, it, 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 and it's not instantaneous. It's not like you decide one day, I'm forgiving, boom, I'm done. It, it's a process. I mean, Stan is still saying it's 40 years later. And some of the pain is, is still there. And some of it you can hear when he's talking about, you know, his daughter and the process and everything. 
but but it is you, you have to work through it and allow yourself the opportunity just to be able to grow and to develop so stan as we get ready to wrap up i just wanted to ask you this final question and that's simply this is there anything else that you would like to say to someone who's holding a grudge yeah well, it's, it's, it's like I, I said in my in my message it's it's easy that's what's easy the easy part is is holding the grudge the easy part is 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 holding on to the bitterness the easy part is the holding on to that hate and that that unforgiveness that's oozing from me that's that's the easy thing to do what's hard is having the faith to forgive mm -hmm. that's what's hard mm -hmm. and and there's one way to to enhance that or embolden that is pray and ask God to increase your faith just like it tells us mm -hmm. in his word mm -hmm. when 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 Jesus told the, the disciples uh, that they had to forgive if a person came seven times and and dished him in one day to forgive him yeah and they, and they said father we can't do that increase our faith and so that's what you need to do is pray and ask God to help you uh, increase your faith you know and God will do that yes give you the faith to forgive and that was the name of the message that's great because it is important to realize that forgiveness really is a supernatural process too yes you can do it yeah because it goes against it goes against the fiber of our soul and what it wants to do yeah our soul wants to beat the snot out of the person for what it did. Amen. Our soul wants, I, I love what you said, that when they talked about praying for your enemies, the example that you gave on Sunday, he said, yeah, I pray for you, buddy. I pray that you get hemorrhoids in your ears. <laughs> I love that. Because sometimes that's what you feel. There are times, there's, there's a guy named David who wrote part of the, I guess one of the biggest books of the Old Testament is a book, it's called the Book of Psalms, but it's composed of songs written by David. And there's one point where David says to God, God, I pray that you would knock the teeth out of the mouth of my enemy. That's what we feel. Yeah. That's what we feel. And I want you to know that it's okay. Because a lot of times you're taught, well, you're not supposed to feel that. No, no, no. That's what you feel. And it's okay to feel what it is that you're feeling. Yeah. But then he goes on and he talks about later to forgive his enemy, to heal his enemy. So what's happened inside of David? is I think David has come to this realization of what God has forgiven him for. I mean, when we weigh forgiveness, now, again, this does not minimize what someone has done to us because the gravity of what they've done can be tremendously huge. But when we compare what someone has done to us compared to a lifetime of choices, a lifetime of sins, that God is forgiving you for the sins that you have done, the sins that you are doing, and the sins that you will do. So when you compare the two, what God has given us is so rich and it's so full of depth. Then out of gratitude, that, and that's where forgiveness is, it's just really gratitude. That God, if you can give this to me, then I can give this to my offender. And it is faith. Because a grudge is us taking care of ourselves. It's mm -hmm. us trying to comfort ourselves. Whereas with, with forgiveness, it's saying, God, I'm placing my healing, my renewal. I'm, I'm placing this whole painful process into your hands. 
And then the beauty of that is when God says, all right, I'm here. I'm here to walk with you through this. I will not let you go through this alone. And I really do hope that you are able to walk away with that today. Stan, thank you so much for coming and for being willing to share, you know, your story and being able to share Tammy with all of us. Really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And again, like I said before, if there's any part of this podcast that touched you and that you think would help someone else, please feel free to share it because this is one of those things that is freeing. This podcast, honestly, is something that I wish I would have had years ago when I was trying to work through issues with forgiving the, the guy that had abused me sexually. I wish that I would have had this then because it would have freed me up a lot sooner. That's also the danger, too, of not forgiving someone, is you begin to try to find ways to cope. I think many people turn to addiction because of a lack of forgiveness, because of the pains of their past, and they're trying to figure out a way to cope with that pain. I'll be honest with you, I turned to something that was addictive in my life as well. So, so I understand and I, I completely get it. And it really wasn't until I've, I've gone through the process and continue, I'll tell you, I'm still going through the process of working through my forgiveness and really changing my view of, of this whole element of what's gone on in my life. And there are, there are also other people and family members and things that I've had to work through and learn how to forgive as well. But I, I hope that something like this really does help you. And if it does help you, please share it to help someone else also. Uh, real quickly, just to let you know, our church is doing something called Operation Christmas Child. And what we do is every year we pack boxes. of They're, they're specialized boxes that's given to us. And they give us a list of the things to put into the box. And then those boxes are sent out to kids around the world. And so just imagine, like, if you're a kid, you've never received a Christmas present before, and now you get this box full of goodies, hygiene items, uh, toys, uh, school supplies, just how exciting that would be. So we do that every year. If you would like to be a part of that, then we do have boxes that are available beginning this Sunday for you to pick up. We'll give you the list as well. Uh, that you could take and feel free to come by and pick up a box or two and fill those so that we'll be able to get that out to those kids and be able to touch and change their lives. Well, again, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Just a quick reminder that encounters about three things. Love up, make sure that we're falling madly and passionately in love with God because he is the one that will help us to go through this process of forgiveness. Love out, love out. Let's make sure that we're loving our fellow man, the people that are around us, Let's make sure that we're doing that. Forgiveness allows us to do so. And then love in. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And let me tell you, forgiveness may set you free to love yourself. Well, again, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And one last thing, go Dodgers. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us for the Encounter Community Church Podcast. If you could do us a favor, whatever service it is that you're listening to this podcast on, 
please rate and review us. If there's anything that we can do better, please let us know. But by rating and review, it also make our podcast easier for others to be able to find. If you would like to support us at Encounter financially with what it is that we're doing to make a difference in our community, whether it's the mobile food bank, whether it's serving at North High School, or making a difference, again, in our community, feel free to head over to our website, encountercommunity.church. Click the link that says online giving. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way, when we post new live streams or new vlogs, you'll be updated. As well as, please head over to Facebook and like our page. That way, when we post new podcasts, again, new vlogs, new live streams, or have church events, you'll be updated and know what's going on here at Encounter. As we said before, thank you so much. We're so glad to have you with us, and we look forward to you being a part of the podcast next week.